At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Sports betting landscape from coast to coast. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here. We're hanging out at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Hour number two underway here at our VEASAN studios. And hour number two, we want to kick it off here with a little NFL discussion because there is an MVP quarterback, Wes, right now who is entering the fifth year of his career and has yet to receive a contract extension. I'm talking about Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson right now entering that fifth and final year of his rookie deal. And we've seen some quarterback contracts come out here as of recent with this NFL QB carousel, and these guys are getting paid. Lamar Jackson right now, he represents himself. It's kind of him and his mom Mm -hmm. are his representatives here. So it's kind of an non-traditional way to go about things here, but I'm curious to see how you think that might factor into these negotiations. But 
What do you think a Lamar extension looks like, and why do you think it hasn't gotten done yet? Well, I think one of the reasons it hadn't gotten done is because you look at the number of games, 12. Did he, you know, he does not always stay healthy and doesn't mm-hmm. always play every regular season game. There was a lot of uh, discussion, of course. It wasn't just Aaron Rodgers, but Lamar Jackson in terms of the vaccine and, you know, Hopefully that issue subsides here, at least for the 2022 season. God, but, don't we all hope? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not only for the NFL, but basically in society in general. But you look, and that's kind of the uh, the question on Lamar. I think he's had two regular seasons where he has, uh, you know, started every game he's played. But he's only gone 16 games one time. And remember, that was in 2018 when it was him and Flacco Mm -hmm. basically sharing the job. So he started all 15 games he played in 2019 and 2020, but he didn't go 16 games. And now a 17-game season only played 12. So this is a guy that is obviously not a very uh, big guy in terms of stature. 6'2", 212 is not small, but compared to a lot of quarterbacks, it is. And especially a quarterback that you don't want to take away one of his biggest assets, which is running the football and making plays. I mean, how many times have we watched the Ravens where it's like third and 10, nobody's open. Okay, Lamar's about three or four yards behind the line of scrimmage. Well, he can just pull it down and make the first down. He's one of the only guys starting in the NFL that can do that at the quarterback position so I think a lot of that is because of durability and I also think a lot of it too is you know you haven't really gotten us to win an AFC championship Mm -hmm. game we you haven't won a Super Bowl yet so one playoff victory yeah exactly so I think even though he is the former MVP in 2019 you know and and has been all pro a first team all pro back in 2019 you got to see that durability. And I think, you know, he's kind of right on the precipice, but it's like, okay, we need you to win more games in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. now in the AFC with the arms race that is going on, I you just wonder, okay, where does Baltimore fit in? Because it's like, there are about, I was looking at the AFC the other day, there are about 11 teams. It seems like in the AFC that you could say realistically, yeah, they can go to the playoffs and also win a playoff game. Yeah, it's interesting because Lamar's regular season record is impeccable. I mean, 37 and 12 is his regular season record. All he's done is win once he's gotten to the NFL. But like the health thing, I think, is fair from this year. I mean, like the other two years of 15 games, I believe he'd missed those games just because of uh, COVID in 2020 was the mm-hmm. reason why. Then 2019, they were resting because they were 13-2, right. already had home field advantage right. here. But I'm fascinated to see because Steve Bashotti, the owner of the Baltimore Ravens, came out and said that, we're going to operate on the basis of like a normal quarterback kind of contract in terms of a Lamar extension because he was asked about the Deshaun Watson contract for the Cleveland Browns, Watson getting five years, $230 million fully guaranteed, and if that kind of changes the dynamic of these future quarterback contracts. And the fact that Bashadi said that, no, 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 we're not going to play in the, in the land that they were playing in. We're going to do our own thing really is interesting here because Lamar and his mom and whoever else is helping out in these negotiations, they all know the news that Watson mm-hmm. got fully guaranteed mm-hmm. $230 million. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure that they're going to want to be matched in terms of that. Yeah. Because, look, uh, you do have a guy that was the MVP in 2019. However, I think Steve Bashotti and the Ravens organization are saying, you know, hey, this is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately business. And, mm-hmm. look, we're seeing what all these other guys in the AFC are doing. We're seeing what Mahomes is doing in Kansas City, what Josh Allen is doing in Buffalo, what Burrow did for Cincinnati. And it's like, can you do that for us? 
can you get us, you know, where we win a couple playoff games, can you at least get us to an AFC championship game or even <laughs> over the hump into a Super Bowl? Then we'll talk here. So I think Bishotti, you know, is not only playing a wait and see game, but it's also putting a little pressure and saying, okay, you know what, or get off the pot here, guy, and and, <laughs> and let's lead us here. We need we need you to improve in terms of the accuracy. Look, Lamar Jackson's always had a rocket for an arm. Yeah. But in terms of the accuracy, I think that that's got to be better if he wants to be on kind of that elite level that you would say clearly Mahomes is on, clearly Josh Allen is on or Aaron Rodgers and the NFC or still Tom Brady, you got to say, <laughs> even at 45 years old. It's like, are you on that top four, top five level where we know you're kind of like top 10, but it feels like we're getting past a little bit here in the AFC. So it's like you be the guy and get us to where we need to be. And where they need to be is deep into the playoffs. And right now, their odds to win the AFC North, one of the more difficult divisions in football. I mean, you get Cleveland as the favorite right now at plus 160. Baltimore's plus 210. So they're second on that odds board there. Mm -hmm. Cincinnati's plus 240. Then Pittsburgh is the long shot at 9-1 to one here. If, if, if they have that season that Lamar is healthy and they get those guys back, the running backs, the cornerbacks, I mean, this is a team that I think in the regular season, the playoffs, it remains to be seen. We've only seen them win one playoff game in this three-year run here with Lamar as the full-time starter. But in the regular season, they've been really good, and it's been a team that the market loves every single year. And this offseason, from listening and reading, it feels like we're going to be right back there with this Ravens team. Yeah, and, and, and really, I think not only Lamar's play, but also the key for the Ravens too is can they get that defense back to their usual standard? It was well below yeah. that standard here. And that's why uh, Wink Martindale got let go and Wink did a good job for many years as defensive coordinator there in Charm City. But there was a decline. And when there's a decline and you're now in the AFC that is just absolutely stacked with elite offenses in Buffalo and Kansas City, potentially in Denver, uh, maybe Indianapolis is, is going to get better this year. And then obviously Cleveland and Cincinnati. So you're stacked offensively. So you're going to have to score points, uh, but you are still going to have to get stops. But this is now more of an offense conference. And I think it is a defensive conference. Yeah, that's the thing is that like you're going to have to win by putting up points like I mean the quarterbacks in this conference Russell Wilson now entering the AFC there there's no hiding in the, in the AFC you're mm -hmm. gonna have to score points in order to win these games and go deep into the playoffs here it's just fascinating to me that Lamar Jackson probably saved John Harbaugh's job there when he made that switch from Flacco to Jackson because the right. Ravens hadn't been to the playoffs in I believe three years prior right. to that switch and then they go six and one with Lamar down the stretch win the division they lose to the Chargers that year but it just feels like if they were to move on from Lamar and I doubt that they will like they're gonna get something done yeah at some point looking, but it's risky if you yeah, move on because I'm looking at the uh, <laughs> free agent market in terms of 2023 who are the UFAs Jimmy Garoppolo Tom Brady you're not going to sign Tom Brady, obviously, <laughs> yeah. because he's either staying where he is down in Tampa or he's retiring. But Derek Carr is a UFA club option right now on Kyler Murray. Baker Mayfield is an unrestricted free agent. And then you go down to like the Sam Darnolds and the Daniel Jones. So it's not like there's a lot of options that are just clearly better mm -hmm. than Lamar Jackson, where it's like, you know what, we got to go get that guy. So I do expect something is going to get done at some point.
Yeah, no, that's that's the fascinating part about this AFC right now. Baltimore to win the Super Bowl, something that they haven't done here since Joe Flacco was the quarterback, which is uh, crazy to even say out loud. Baltimore to win the Super Bowl at BetMGM is 20 to 1. I've seen some 25 to 1s kicking around town as well. I, I don't think I'd buy in just yet. I yeah. mean, I think maybe 30. If you're going to tempt me with a 30, I, I might get interested here. But what do you think about this team in terms of the Super Bowl market? Well, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be necessarily opposed to them. They, mm-hmm. they all always draft very well in Baltimore. You know, every year for the draft, I'm like, man, that's a great pick. Damn it. I wish that was like the (laughs) Indianapolis Colts pick or something that of course being my personal team. But one of the keys I think for the Ravens too, is they got to get Ronnie Stanley back. Uh, The kid from Notre Dame played right here in Las Vegas at Bishop Corman high school. And he was out for the season. And you saw that that offensive line really struggled without him anchoring that offensive line. Uh, So that's got to be shored up. If he can come back, I think obviously that's going to improve their fortunes. They got an underrated receiving core. They got some speed guys. They can run the ball. They can make plays. This isn't a defense, though, that has the stars that we're used to seeing for the Baltimore Mm -hmm. Ravens. There's no... Uh, Ray Lewis's, there's no Ed Reed's, there's no uh, Jamie Sharper's or any guys like that necessarily on this defense, but there's a lot of good young players that have some potential. And another thing that really hurt the Ravens last year was that secondary getting banged up. I mean, you saw it in the game against Pittsburgh where John Harbaugh was ripped for going for two to try to take the lead late. I kind of understood why he did it because, like, we don't have any corners. Yeah, We don't have anybody we can put out there. And even a Ben Roethlisberger who, you know, at that point was, you know, throwing short passes and really not driving the ball down the field. If you have no corners, he can still complete a pass on you. And they got a receiver and break a tackle and go to distance. So that's why I thought that the Ravens really disappointed. I just think the injuries gobbled up this team last year. Yeah, if they stay healthy, they're one of the prime candidates to bounce back in 2022 real quick if this goes all the way to training camp with this Lamar contract negotiations you think it has a chance to get messy there's always a chance but I I think you have two sides that want to do a deal but it's like you want to extract as much out of that deal as you can Bishotti and the Ravens want to get the most value for the buck and Lamar and his family want to get paid deadlines make deals and right now they got a lot of time between now and training camp and I'm sure something will get done before the start of the regular season on the other side let's take a look at the draft we're less than a month and away here with the NFL draft BAA coming up at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans, and yet, There's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying. Tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, you know what's going on right now is the, the spring. We got the MLB preview. We got the Masters Guide, the NFL Draft Guide. We can get all sorts of notes and nuggets here with all of our VEASAN experts. I mean, you're talking about Brent Musburger, Mike Pritchard, a former uh, first-round pick. You got Sean King, an NFL Super Bowl champion there. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff that we have coming up here. The Masters Guide, which, Wes, I know that you are a part of heavily here with the Long Shots podcast. And, of course, how can we forget the MLB preview with Adam Burke and the crew that they're doing there with the MLB guide. It's only $19 here through May 1st, so make sure you get that situated for yourself. VEASAN.com slash spring is where you can find our VEASAN spring special. It's spring again. <laughs> Trying to do my uh, Bismarck voice here. I, I failed miserably, All right, but I think, Bismarck I think the audience gets they, they, they picked up what you were putting they, down they, there. They, yes, absolutely. <laughs> they picked up what you were putting down. Uh, welcome back. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebfe alongside Wes Reynolds here. And as we change our tune over to the NFL draft here, Wes. It's interesting because we don't have that many draft markets out yet because some of these sports books are like, hey, we don't want to lose. Because they've been getting their butts kicked uh, based on the guys I talk to. I've talked to several sports book directors and managers across the greater Las Vegas Valley. And it's uh-huh. like, we don't do very well on this because the betters have the edge because, you know, you you can only focus on so much. And especially when these markets kind of emerge and they emerge during the NCAA tournament and some betters are specialists, you know, they might not yep. be knee deep in the weeds in terms of betting the NCAA tournament. So it's like when these draft props come out, they attack and all of a sudden these sports books are exposed. It's like, well, we got to have them up because we got to keep up with the Joneses because the guy mm-hmm. down the street or the book across the the strip here, they've got them up. So we got to have them up. But based on, you know, the NFL draft, which is getting more and more popular to bet, they're going to have to offer more. I think simply because not it's in Las Vegas this year. Yeah. So there's going to be more interest even than ever before. But uh, the books don't necessarily look, no one's crying for them because they keep the lights on, you know, Monday morning, <laughs> but they get their butts kicked uh, on these draft props, oh, yeah. or at least they have over the last few years they've been offered. I mean, these props that you have out here, I mean, they're very, the movement right now that you see in the market, mm-hmm. I should say, because there's low limits right now, very yeah. low limits, is that it's a lot of 
mock drafts. Because, it's Daniel Jeremiah mentioning something, yeah, and all of a sudden that that's shifts That's a great somebody. point because one mock draft or one Adam Schefter tweet oh, yeah. or one Jay Glazer tweet Peter or Schrager. Jason Lock and Fora, whatever NFL insider you follow, one tweet – that switches the market, and that's why, you know, you see these guys that in the hub and these sports books. it's like they got their laptop and they got their tweet deck open because if they see that tweet, somebody out there that's got an app or somebody's going to be there at the counter to attack and be like, okay, I saw this news. I got to bet it before you move the number, and that's what it is. It's basically just a race to move the number. The, the, these draft props are one on information and just betting on that information before they can move the number. With that said, let's take a look at the market for the – First overall pick in this year's NFL draft. The draft taking place in Las Vegas right down the strip over at Allegiant Stadium. Now, this is first overall selection, not necessarily who the Jacksonville Jaguars mm -hmm. will take. We can get mm -hmm. to that a little bit later on. But right now, Aiden Hutchinson, the Michigan pass rusher, is the favorite at minus 250. That's come down a little bit there from after the first wave of free agency. Trayvon Walker of Georgia, plus 300. And then a big drop down to the Alabama offensive tackle, Evan Neal. And the NC State offensive tackle, Akeem Aquanu, at 12 to 1. Kayvon Thibodeau, he had his pro day yesterday out of Oregon. He's 30 to 1. But interesting to see Hutchinson. He was minus 400, minus 500 after Cam Robinson signed the franchise tag there for Jacksonville. But that's come down a little with some steam coming up here on Trayvon Walker. Yeah, because I, I think Walker. Uh, you know, kind of the consensus amongst the experts and the scouts and the guys that evaluate all these workouts, not only the combines, but the pro days on the campuses is like Walker's got so much athletic upside. Not that Hutchinson's a bad athlete. I mean, he's kind of the safer pick, but I think the ceiling on somebody like Walker and, and there you see very good numbers on a very talented Georgia defense. <laughs> yeah. So it's like if the numbers necessarily don't blow you away, keep in mind, they got several pros on that on Kirby Smart's mm -hmm. unit. So, you know, everybody everybody gets a little bit of sugar on, on that defense but <laughs> uh, you know several weeks ago I think the consensus was that Jacksonville was going to draft offensive tackle and then 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 they franchise I uh, was at Robinson yeah, Cam Robinson and yeah. and you know then all of a sudden that went out the window I don't know if anybody's going to be willing necessarily to trade up to, to number one. I don't know if I really see that coming here. So I tend to think Jacksonville is going to make the pick because I don't think people need to necessarily move up to number one if they want to get a quarterback. Number one, there's no quarterback. I think that's worth the number one pick, yeah. quite frankly. So, you know, Hutchinson makes a lot of sense, and so does Walker. And I know – you know, the temptation is to, okay, get more offensive line help for Trevor Lawrence, even though Robinson is coming back under the franchise tag. But you also need defensive help, and they do have a new defensive coordinator there in Duval. <laughs> and that defensive coordinator would be one Mike Caldwell, who coached under the now head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Todd Bowles, when mm -hmm. Bowles was running the defense there. So they're going to be shifting their defense, and they want to feature some aspects of that scheme. And one of the aspects of that scheme is you got to get better on the pass rush. Uh, Tampa Bay obviously was very good with uh, JPP and, and company. So you've got to get guys that are going to get to the quarterback, especially in the AFC. So. I, I got to think it's going to be Hutchinson or Walker here, and I think that's clearly presented here in the market. The dangerous thing with this market is that you have to get inside the mind of one Trent Baalke yeah. and see what Jacksonville is going to yeah. do here. I don't think anybody can get inside that mind yeah. because it's uh, they could go the wild card route. I mean, right. think about some of these past NFL drafts. I mean, the Cleveland Browns there, when they had the number one overall pick, everybody thought it was going to be Sam Darnold, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden the day before the draft, it's like, oh, we're hearing whispers. It's Baker Mayfield. And it's also getting inside Detroit's mind here as yeah. well. 
well because look eventually you got to think that they're going to select a quarterback is it going mm-hmm. to be this year or are they going to wait for next year we know that this quarterback draft by and large compared to other years is weak yeah however you start to see the mocks and as you go kind of closer to draft day some of these teams get desperate so all of a sudden guys that might have had you know not even first round grades or maybe even bottom in the first round grades you start to see Malik Willis move up the board and and you know he was pretty good at his pro day so he's moved up a little bit. Kenny Pickett, despite uh, uh, the hand size measurements uh, that was uh, all the rave a few weeks ago, that he so may stretching go, the hand out yeah, there a little bit. That he may go a little bit higher. So that's where you got to say, okay, who are going to be trading up for a quarterback? You know, who might be looking for one? Maybe the Atlanta Falcons are going to be looking for a quarterback, or the Carolina Panthers, mm-hmm. I think, would be a candidate to look for a quarterback. So that's where you see all the positioning. Per- perhaps uh, Seattle, unless they don't add like Baker Mayfield or, or acquire one uh, via free agency. So there's going to be a few teams that are going to, I think, want to move up, but how high do they want to move up? Well, let's get inside the mind of the Detroit Lions and look at these second overall pick odds here over at BetMGM. Right now, we have a co-favorite situation between Trayvon Walker and Aiden Hutchinson right now. Now, Walker is plus 200, Hutchinson plus 225, pretty similar there. Malik Willis, you mentioned they could fall in love with Malik Willis. There's been whispers that the Lions coaching staff really likes Willis out of Liberty, the quarterback. He's 5-1. to one. Kyle Hamilton, the Notre Dame safety, 7-1. to one. Thibodeau, the Oregon pass rusher there at 10-1. to one. But I think everything's on the table here for the Lions, but the quarterback part of it is interesting because this year's class is, you know, let's call it weaker than most. Pedestrian, yes. Next year's class, though, if the Lions want to be more patient, is really good with the potential of C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. Do you yeah. think that factors into what they do here at two? I do, because I, I don't think the Detroit Lions are under any illusions that they are a playoff contender <laughs> in the NFC yeah. no, North. No, nobody's going to get fired. Oh, yeah, albeit a weak NFC North. I, I think it's like, you know what? We just got to shore up what we can because this is a team that has a lot of needs. Look, this team has needs at receiver. Uh, They got better on the offensive line with Penny Sewell. And I think that's kind of the identity of Dan Campbell. It's like, we want to at least be good in the trenches. Mm -hmm. So that's why you're seeing, okay, one of these two defensive ends is probably going to be there because it's like, okay, if we're not great in the skill positions, we're at least going to be good at the point of attack, both offensively and defensively. So, yeah, I would be a little bit surprised if they didn't go with one of the two defensive ends, assuming one of them's pick number one. I would be surprised if they didn't go with the other one. But I do think that they would be willing to be open for business mm-hmm. and potentially trade down, even if you don't get one of these top two defensive ends. This is not a bad little draft in terms of uh, in terms of pass rusher. Rushers. Thibodeau obviously yep. uh, would would be available in that regard. Uh, uh, George Karloftis uh, had ran very well at the, his pro day at Purdue. Jermaine Johnson from Florida State. So there are pass rushers, even though you don't get those top two, that you might be able to trade down in the seven or eight range or kind of in the low teens and pick up one of those guys. First quarterback drafted market, I think, is really intriguing just because it could be whichever flavor you want is which team goes with that quarterback. There, there's been the links of Panthers liking Kenny Pickett, Detroit liking Malik Willis here. It, it can go in any which direction. Right now, Willis the favorite, minus 200, Pickett plus 210. Big drop off with Corral at 10 to 1. Anything stand out to you here in one of these long shots, yeah, or do you go at the top of the board? I, I think the top of the board is probably what's going to cash, but if I were going to go with the long shot, I would maybe go with Matt Corral. Been hearing a lot of rumors 
rumors, maybe Matt Corral to Carolina, and that's seemingly making a lot of sense. So if I were going down the board, Corral at 10 to 1. Yeah, Corral had a really good year in the SEC for that Ole Miss club there with Lane Kiffin. On the other side, it's a day that ends in Y, so we have some NFL breaking news. We'll discuss it, a big name receiver on the move, and we'll tell you which team he's going to next. chicken sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer kind of like this show you know the line by now that's why it's finger looking good order the kfc chicken sandwich today welcome back this is betting across america presented by bet mgm femi abebefe rolling alongside west reynolds here at the visa studios at the south point hotel and casino we're at the halfway point here west and i mentioned it on the other side of the break i said it's a day that ends in y so we get some nfl mm -hmm. breaking news mm -hmm. here and the breaking news that we just dropped about let's say about 15 minutes ago here is from Adam Schefter saying that the Miami Dolphins are sending wide receiver Devontae Parker to the New England Patriots for a fifth round pick and the Dolphins will receive a third round pick in next year's draft while New England gets Parker and a fifth round pick in this year's draft. You see that trade and your first thoughts are what? Well, I do think it fills the need for New England because you kind of look at, at what they have they don't really have a lot of playmakers in that offense. And we know that Mac Jones is still very much a work in progress. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, can obviously get better, but you lose McDaniels, who, you know, is pretty good at, at developing quarterbacks. So, yeah. So, you've got to get, I think, at least some more weapons around him. Because if you look, you know, Aguilar and Bourne, and Myers, you know, it's okay. That's not like an elite-level unit. Nikhil Harry, the first-rounder out of Arizona State, I don't think has ever kind of lived up to what they thought that he was perhaps going to be. He's not even a starter for this team. Mm -hmm. So you need to load up and get guys that can move the chains for you. And, uh, you know, as Mac Jones kind of still develops here in his second year. So, you know, it makes sense. I think it probably makes sense for both teams as well because, uh, you know, you look at uh, uh, Miami, uh, they now have that the new coach uh, uh, from, from McDaniel from San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So look, he's obviously going to show a little bit more faith. I think Brian Flores kind of like, you know, he's not my guy. I mean, when you're, you have a rookie quarterback, it's like you're pulling him like he's a middle, like he's a middle <laughs> reliever. I mean, he had like a Tony LaRusa quick hook for, for Tua <laughs> when he was uh, putting Fitz magic in there and basically platooning quarterbacks. Uh, you look at Miami Parker, obviously, falls a little bit with the playing time with the acquisition of Jalen Waddle in mm -hmm. the draft last year. And of course, uh, the cheetah Tyree kill Cedric Wilson, Miami has clearly updated that receiving core. So somebody had to be the odd man out and it is Devonte Parker. So it really, I think makes sense for both teams. Yeah. I think this move is strictly for Mac Jones here. I mean, cause you have a second year quarterback and I think the Patriots wanted to give him a bona fide weapon on the outside because last offseason they signed the two tight ends Hunter Henry Jonu Smith there but they still yeah. in terms of the passing game I don't want to call them pedestrian but it still wasn't really explosive or putting fear right. in anybody's heart they, they still don't have like a game-breaking they don't dude. have that guy but now that you get Parker there because I think the Patriots were kicking around on Amari Cooper there when the Cowboys said that they were going to release him and we're looking for a trade partner there right New England was kind of one of the teams that was rumored to be involved in Amari Cooper Saban likes or rather uh, Belichick likes those Saban guys coming from that Alabama program, but they end up going here with Parker because it does fill a need. Looking at the odds right now for the AFC East, New England and 
and Miami are both tied at 4-1 to one to win mm-hmm. that division. The fascinating part to me is that they made this trade in division what appears to be beneficial for both sides here now that Miami has a war chest of picks in next year's draft. Yeah, absolutely. And we know that obviously the Jets are a distant fourth in that division uh, still. Although could a, be frisky this year. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll be a little bit better, <laughs> but I still don't think that they're a contender. Meanwhile, Buffalo kind of standing pad. And we were talking uh, with our producer, Stephen Bond, before, uh, before we came back over the break and like Buffalo really didn't make any move for, for a receiver. You know, mm-hmm. they're kind of standing pat and look, this is one of the better offenses in the AFC. You got Gabe Davis and you got Stefan Diggs. You could still use a little depth though at that receiver. You've got who uh, Marquez Stevenson and Jake Kumarau and, and Isaiah McKenzie. You still can improve that receiving core. I think a little bit, you can so never have enough pass. They maybe haven't. Yeah. Uh, and maybe Buffalo is going to address that in the draft. And there's still a couple guys out there in free agency. So I got to think Buffalo maybe is going to add one more uh, Crowder now part of the team as well. But look, this is the AFC. This is now the wild, wild West in terms of passing in this league. So you got to have depth at receiver. And I think Buffalo would be in the market for one more ad. I do think it's very, very interesting that Miami now has a plethora of picks in next year's draft. The Dolphins have two first round picks, a second round pick and two third round picks next year. So, I mean, at least, Three of those will be in the top top 100. There are probably four of them in the top 100. And the reason why it's interesting to me is because right now they have Tua Tungvaloa at quarterback. But if things were not to work out with Tua because they've improved the offensive line, they've improved the pass catchers signing Tyreek Hill or trading for him, then signing him to that big extension. If things don't work out with Tua this year, They've made sure that they prepared themselves right. with the ammo to go up and right. get one Ab- of these CJ Strouds or Bryce Youngs. Absolutely, and and I think that's a good point by you. They want to have that flexibility here, and that's why you know, you look, you spent a lot of money on on Hill, and obviously you have uh, now extended Xavier Howard. Mm-hmm. I believe five years, fifty million in new money that was announced yesterday. So. If you don't have cap flexibility necessarily, you got to have draft pick flexibility. So, you know, they they are hedging their bets a little bit. I think Mike McDaniel and Chris Greer are showing a little bit more faith than Brian Flores did. <laughs> and And clearly, you look at the 2022 draft, the first pick that Miami has right now is number 102 in the third round. So they don't have any first or second round picks. So it's like two is going to be the guy, but for now. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 very contingent on how he plays in 2022. Now, if he plays well, they're okay. We got all these picks. He played well. We can build around him in a cheap manner. But if he doesn't play well, mm-hmm. let's go and get the Ohio State or Alabama quarterback here that is seen as a big time prospect as of right now. We'll see what the conversation is like this time next year. The NFL news and notes this week, Wes, have really been just it's rapid fire. Like, I mean, we had the Bruce Arians returning for or rather uh, retiring, I should say, going to the Bucks front office. But then we also saw a big time defender sign with none other than the Los Angeles Rams. Bobby Wagner, the Seahawks linebacker, eight-time All-Pro in the middle of that Seattle defense, now signing with the rival L.A. Rams and bolstering a Rams defense that needed a linebacker. That was probably the weakness of that defense. Do you think Wagner has enough left in the tank now here to elevate the Rams defensively even higher? Is that now the uh, last remnant of the Legion of Boom officially gone from Seattle? That is the last remnant that Russell Wilson and 
Denver, Bobby Wagner now in L.A. Boy, first you lose Mina Kimes, and now you lose Bobby <laughs> Wagner to the St. Louis Rams if you're a Seattle fan. So clear rebuild going up there in Seattle. And look, uh, the Rams are doing what you would expect them to do, and and they went all in when they made that trade for Matthew Stafford and Les Snead and Sean McVay and the entire Rams brain trust was like, okay, we're wanting to win. We got basically a two-year window. And we're wanting to win right now. We don't care where we are five years from now, you know. Then it'll be a sell-off deal, and, you know, we can do another rebuild once again. So the Rams clearly not satisfied. Because remember the the rumors after this past Super Bowl where it was like, you know, Sean McVay might go in the TV, yeah. might want to retire. Well, Amazon uh, was calling Aaron it. Donald might want to retire. And you had all these rumors. But, you know, winning always makes you want to do it more. So now you see with this Rams, much like you saw with Tampa Bay with all those guys signing year extensions or two-year extensions where it's like, okay, we're going to try to run it back and, and, go, and, and go consecutive Super Bowls here. And the Rams are doing the same thing. And look. The Rams, I think, are just strengthening a strength here. We know that pass rush basically won them the Super Bowl. Uh, Aaron Donald and, and Floyd and company up front. So adding a veteran guy that I think, you know, you, what would you say, eight-time Pro Bowler, and yep. he was a part of the Super Bowl team in Seattle. This is a guy that comes from a winning culture going to a winning culture. So it absolutely makes sense. And this is a guy that knows, hey, I'm on the back nine of my career. This is my last chance at a winner. I wasn't going to get it here in Seattle. I want to chase another ring. So uh, I think a, a good deal, especially for Bobby Wagner. Yeah, especially a good deal immediately. Now, what? because it's a five-year deal that he signed. Uh, I believe it has the upward ability to pay up to $65 million. Mm -hmm. Now, it's an NFL contract, so there's some funny money involved there, but at least in 2022, it's an immediate upgrade over what they had in 2021. I mean, Troy Reader was the linebacker that they had in the playoffs. Yeah. He was getting picked on yeah. by the 49ers. I mean, the Bengals were picking on him there, so this is definitely an upgrade, even though Bobby Wagner is 32 years old. And Wagner, to his credit, though, did have the most uh, combined tackles that he had ever had in his mm -hmm. career. 170, 93 of them being solo. The sacks were down only one but this is a guy even though he's been playing since 2012 so he's a decade in you know still putting up very solid numbers here so I think maybe they felt okay we're gonna offer a five but there might be two three years left in the tank so I don't expect that He's going to play five years in a Rams uniform. You look at the Super Bowl futures market here. The Rams 11 to 1 to repeat as Super Bowl champs. They're tied with the Green Bay Packers. You give them the Rams a, a fighter's chance here to, to get back and hoist another Lombardi trophy. We haven't seen a team yeah. repeat since 2004. Well, I still think the NFC is wide open because all we've been talking about is the AFC and how strong yeah. it is. I mean, who really in the NFC would you say, okay, yes, that's a Super Bowl contender? You obviously say the Rams. You have to say Tom Brady Tampa. Yep. in Tampa. Even Green Bay has taken a little bit of a drop because, you know, you lose Devontae Adams, even though Aaron Rodgers is back. Dallas, I think, kind of right in that mix. So it's mm. not as stacked in the NFC. The NFC to the Super Bowl route is a lot easier, I think, than the AFC coming up this season. Yeah, the Rams right now plus 150 to win the NFC West, which they did last year en route to a Super Bowl championship. Within that division is the Seattle Seahawks. They just lost Bobby Wagner. We'll see what they can do on the rebuild as we continue our road to the NFL draft going to the Pacific Northwest.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds here at the VEASAN Studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. And one thing we've been doing, Wes, here all throughout the early portion of the offseason as we approach the NFL Draft later on this month, as the calendar has turned to April, is we're doing the road to the draft mm-hmm. with all these teams with first-round picks. And our road, West, the giddy-up wagon, has taken us to my old neck of the woods, the Pacific Northwest, with the Seattle Seahawks here who have undergone a massive change, which we will now outline. 7-10 and 10 a year ago, 9-8 and eight against the spread. They were 6-11 and 11 to the over there. Pete Carroll entering his 13th season as head coach, 70 years old. We'll get into that in just a bit here. Seahawks right now 80-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. Got about $15.5 million in cap space. Drew Locke right now is QB1 under contract until 2023. They are holders of the ninth overall selection in the 2022 draft, which they received from the Denver Broncos in exchange for Russell Wilson. But I ask you this here, Wes, is this a rebuild or a reset in Seattle? (laughs) Your guess is as good as mine, because (laughs) I thought it was going to be a reset after this season, because I was a little bit surprised that the band kind of stayed together before the Russell Wilson trade. It's like, is Seattle really going to stand pat here? Pete's coming back. John Schneider's coming back. And you you just thought that, okay, somebody in that mix is going to leave. And it mm-hmm. turns out it was a quarterback, Russell Wilson, now a member of the Denver Broncos. But I look at the division, Femi, and you obviously have the reigning Super Bowl champions. You have a San Francisco team that was a playoff team, now probably going to be a new quarterback, Trey Lance, that's going to take the reins for that team. And then you have the Arizona Cardinals, who, while they did fade during the season, still did make the playoffs. Now, you know, Kyler Murray is, uh, you know, stirring the pot a little bit, <laughs> wanting a new deal. I think that they're going to get that done. I think maybe that story, at least for now, I think is a little bit overplayed, but Seattle looks like a distant fourth, and I think the odds reflect that yeah. at BetMGM 9-1, to one, uh, well below even the third-place team, the Cardinals, who are just a little bit less than $3. So, I would say it probably is a, a rebuild. You look on that team, and it's like, okay, you still got DK Metcalf, and you still got Tyler Lockett. Those are not a too bad one-two punch at receiver, but Who's going to play quarterback? Is it going to be Drew Locke? And do they say, you know what? We're just going to go with Drew Locke and see where he takes this. Or are they going to be in the free agency market where they go with Baker Mayfield? Or like you mentioned in the last segment, do you wait and try to get one of those elite quarterbacks in a much better class in 2023? One thing that I know that they have to do, no matter who is playing quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, they have to upgrade that offensive line. I believe yeah. uh, their previous quarterback it, had been mentioning that for oh, about five or six years. I was going to say, we're going on year 10 of the Seahawks needing to yes. upgrade that offensive line yes. there. That's been the one weakness, even when they were winning at a high clip that you could point to, because this team over the decade, other than the New England Patriots, won the most games in the NFL. And that, that combination of Carroll and Russell Wilson has now broken up here. And it's interesting because Pete Carroll right now, 70 years old, I believe he's about to turn 71 right. later this offseason. The fact that he's attaching himself to what looks like from the outside looking in a rebuild mm-hmm. is really fascinating because he doesn't really have a rebuild type no. of timeline. As no, a head I was going to say, like, I, I fully expected at the end of the year that Pete Carroll was going to go to TV somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. work on one of the studio shows and still here at 70 years old and, and being part of this rebuild. Uh, 
I, I'm, I'm very surprised to see him back. But when we talk about, you know, what they're going to do in the draft, because that Jamal Adams trade is the reason Oof. why they didn't have the, the gift that keeps on giving in yeah. Seattle, right? That was the reason why they didn't have a first round pick, but now they do for the Russell Wilson trade. So they are at number nine. So, you know, we were talking about 10 years. It's been for Seattle to address that offensive line. So you're going to be waiting at pick number nine and all of a sudden say, okay, maybe a Quanu is there from NC state or, or Charles cross from Mississippi state. Mm -hmm. And then they draft like a DB or something. Yeah. So I lot logic would say now, whether John Schneider agrees with that logic is going to beg the question, but you got to think, okay, I got to get something for the offensive line because we at least want to be able to run the ball and, and just not a lot of holes for Chris Carson and Rashad Penny. So you think you got to get a tackle on that left side at some point. Yeah. Last year was Seattle's first losing season since 2011. They had been winning at a high clip since then, but now heading into 2022, their win total at BetMGM is five and a half. The juice is on the over minus 130. You got to get plus 110 on the under there, but five and a half is the lowest win total for the Seahawks since 19. 1993. Yeah, and five and like, a, yeah, and five and a half. <laughs> by the way, playing uh, 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 NFC South, they the NFC West plays the NFC yeah. South in four games, and obviously that division is Tampa Bay, and then who knows what the hell after that? You've got <laughs> you know two teams at least that I think are looking for long-term solutions at quarterback, and uh, you know New Orleans did just resign Jameis Winston, so it's like. It's Tampa Bay and everybody else in that division. So you got to think, okay, maybe there's a couple winnable games for Seattle and to put them at five and a half, even with that schedule and also drawing the giants and the lions, which you mm -hmm. would think, okay, those are going to be toward the bottom in the NFC. And they're still putting this team, this team at five and a half. So that clearly tells you that the market hates this team. It's interesting because DK Metcalf is now eligible for a contract extension. Now that he's gone through three years in the NFL. And I almost wonder it's, there's been some whispers about maybe some other teams like the New York Jets or a Green Bay Packers possibly being interested yeah. in DK Metcalf, some teams that need that bona fide number one receiver. And if you're Seattle and if this is a complete rebuild, do you maybe trade DK Metcalf? Because we're seeing what the yeah. market is going out for for these big name receivers is that you're getting a first round pick or you're getting at least some really high second yeah. round picks. Yeah, I think at this point, and you, you posed the question at the beginning of the segment, rebuild or reset. Go all in with the rebuild. Mm -hmm. Don't 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 try to do half and half yeah, here. Don't toe team, dip. Teams always try to do that because they don't want to obviously say to their fans, "Hey, we're rebuilding." Yeah, we're going to suck they, this year, guys. They have some tickets <laughs> and some sponsorships to yeah. sell, so you know it, it, it's about the money. But I think you know the Seattle and and you've spent a lot of time in Seattle, so you know that there are great fans up there. Mm -hmm. It's. I got to think it's a pretty understanding fan base, you know, that had a hell of a run with the Seahawks. And now it's like, we got to start over again. I mean, they've been patient, I think with the Mariners up there <laughs> as well, uh, relatively speaking, Yeah. but you just, I think you got to be honest and you got to say, okay, we're going to try to retool this team. You don't have to call it directly a rebuild, but call it a retool a little bit. So look, I think if you can get some value for DK Metcalf and, and load up some picks, you absolutely trade because I don't see this team winning a bunch of games. Now, five and a half is obviously a very low number, but 
I don't see this team uh, doing all that much better in that current win total. And, and it would be a shock to the fan base because the fan base loves DK Metcalf. He's probably the most popular Seahawk mm-hmm. in the Pacific Northwest here. But, I mean, you got to kind of come to but terms with the But once you've traded Russell Wilson. It's like, how good can DK Metcalf be? Yeah. Because the quarterback market that's out there is Baker Mayfield or these quarterbacks in the draft that nobody's really in love with. Right. And from talking with Michael Lombardi, I will shout out the GM Shuffle podcast there with Michael Lombardi, um, wherever you get your podcast presented by DraftKings and V. Easton, he mentioned that DK, or rather Baker Mayfield, either the Panthers or the Seahawks didn't really want to give up assets for Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So now we'll see if Cleveland releases Mayfield. Maybe then the Seahawks get interested. But as of right now, I don't think they want to give up a draft pick to get him, even though the Browns likely will have to give them a draft pick to take on the contract. No, because uh, Seattle gotten a little bit a little bit out of draft hell yeah. with the Russell Wilson trade. So it's like, okay, why do we want to give that equity back? Because I was looking a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago before that Wilson trade, they didn't have hardly any picks. Now you have the number nine pick. You have two second rounders. You have a third rounder. This is a way to get young and really build at multiple positions. So, no, you don't want to give up a bunch of draft picks for one of these quarterbacks. Yeah, no, it, it's the fascinating part of the NFL where sometimes you have the highs, but for Seattle Seahawks yeah. fans, it's going to be some of these lows now that they haven't experienced over a decade because it was a heck of a run with Russell Wilson, at quarterback. Now you're sitting at a team that has a win total of five and a half. Would you, or would you go? Would you go over or under with that total? Yeah, it might be a pass because yeah. I think. It seems like a good number. There's winnable. That's the thing I was saying. There's yeah. winnable games on this schedule. But there's a lot of, you know, kind of coin flip games. Like I think Seattle against Atlanta or a Carolina kind of coin flip games. Uh, Newton Giants, Detroit might be small favorites over both those teams, but they could go either way and they could surprise and win all those coin flip games and win seven games or they could go like three and 14. It's going to be tough times in the Pacific Northwest for the Seattle Seahawks team as it appears the rebuild is underway here for Seattle. So interesting to see what happens in this NFC West division, but Seattle, a very, very distant fourth place team behind the Rams, 49ers and Arizona Cardinals. On the other side, our number three, we turn our attention back to college hoops. This is betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.